0: is it it was one of those uh topics that never goes away right there oh yeah I, oh yeah and uh david and i continue to have uh conversations about uh the finales and and i i think one of the things we were doing as we were getting the book ready for publication is there's just always more to add you know okay, and yeah you know and we in fact we were um you know there were finales that were coming out uh as we were finishing the final edits and it was like you know, like, let's we should add another one. Maybe we need another one. And just can't and keep up. It, it just kept happening. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. And in fact, we were adding them as much as we could, like right up until the end, um, as many as we could add, because then, and they all, all seem the new ones all seem like, oh, that's really important. We got to put that one in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, finales never go away. Hey, David. So I'm
1: jumping in. I'm jumping in to say hi. I have video on for the moment, but if we don't need it, I'm turning it off. I just wanted to say hello. You, you don't.
2: You don't need it, David. It's fine if you do, but uh, we don't need it. Um, no, I okay. just listened to you, David, on the uh, – you kind <clears> of <throat> covered this topic a little bit on your uh, uh, Fresh Air spot that you did in December, uh, where you kind of reviewed 22 uh, shows. And oh. I think you had a little bit in there about finales it's, and uh, good ones possible. and bad ones and all that. So I, I just heard you on that one. So I thought, oh, yeah, this this is a good topic.
1: Well, that's good. It, it, maybe one of us will remember what I said.
0: Ah, uh, funny. It, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it it never does. It never does go hi away. Hi, Doug.
1: By the way, hey, hello. How are you,
0: Dave? Good to see you. Good I'm, to talk to you. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, it's it, it never goes away. Uh, I, I think you know. So where, I you know, I been thinking about this. I mean, I I'm gearing up for uh, Sunday's the Barry finale, and uh, right. So that's another one that's and that's Succession. Happening.
1: Two of them on one night. Yes. Yes. Um, right are going to be great, and there's stories now about how, uh, you know, artificial intelligence is, is coming up with ways that these shows could end, and they aren't oh, bad. No. Oh, that's <clears throat> yeah. great. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, for Succession, they talk about a, a long-lost, illegitimate uh, offspring shows up in the last episode to make a claim to the Logan dynasty. Um, but you know, a computer came up with that. You know, oh
0: my AI will be writing our our, uh, our television shows before we know it.
1: But one of the jokes going around here is that hey, human beings came up with Labrea on NBC, so maybe <laughs> nice. it's not something to fear. Very good.
2: <laughs> well, let me get started, guys, and we'll we'll okay. uh, we'll go from there. Because yeah, as you say, there's there's always something popping on this. Well on the line with us today we have Doug Howard who's uh, chair of English at Suffolk County Community College in New York and David Bianculli who's well a longtime tv critic professor of tv studies at Rowan University and the book uh, if you missed it it's a few years old now but television finales from howdy doody to girls and uh that's covering a lot of territory right there but as as we just said or we were talking uh, there's new finales every minute and some coming up uh, this weekend or this week. And uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time here. Thank sure. you, Steve. Uh, I, I got to say, and I told this to Doug just briefly, um, the, the the book, you know, when when I heard the, t- the topic fascinates me, television finales. You know, this is something now that's in our culture. We watch these shows and then how will it end and all that stuff. But I guess I never realized how many finales there really are and, and, and you know you you've got a good count of them in, in your book uh there's more all the time there's more coming but uh th- that's is is that now a thing can you not have a show without a finale? Because I'm I'm used to shows that just went away. You know
1: they
0: just yeah. ended, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. what
2: it...
1: happened to Mannix? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no I mean what happened to Manics? It's like you know yeah, those exactly that Banachek, those guys just stopped McLeod, all those guys yeah, just stop. went away. Not into the sunset. They just went away. Right. And that's and that sort of was, you know,
2: I guess too, and where we review TV, it comes back and you know, it's syndication or whatever the form it follows. And, you know, we plug into it. But the the finale though has has gotten this sort of and, and you kind of fix on that with with your book, the what are they what do you find that they well are there any elements to to the finales that you went through i mean good and bad i suppose but are they trying to wrap things up are they being optimistic or do you have any over? or does it vary with each and every one of them
0: i i mean i'll i could jump in on it i i will you know i will say this the event you know thinking about the finales and i i talked a little bit about this in the introduction it, it it's It's a strange thing about the nature of the television finale. Uh, On the one hand, I think people obviously are excited to to, they've been following a show for seasons and they they get to and they want to know how what happens to the characters and and how the storyline wraps up. So on the one hand, there is something uh, I think for audiences satisfying to, to find out exactly what happens at the end. You know, if you've been following like something like The Fugitive, you were watching that for years. Right. You wanted to know what happened to Richard Kimball at the end. And, you know, millions of people uh, tuned in to see that. They were so curious to to find out what happened. So on the one hand, like they they wind up being these um, these cultural moments like, you know, that people, these these markers where people all tuned in to watch the ending of, of a particular series. But then, you know, on the other hand, as much as their endings, um, you know, if the show is really popular, somehow it keeps going, you know, so there's you know breaking bad and there's the ending for Walter White but that's not the end because then there's el camino and there's better call Saul and and people want to watch that so it's the funny thing about these finales for a lot of these shows it it is the end it's 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 an ending but it might not be the ending because yeah. you know we keep going back um so it's it's funny to look at these and then even if They don't go back, even if um, if they're not picked up again for some of these shows, many of them, like people still talk about them. Like it's still a topic of conversation, especially some of the more controversial ones, Um, like, you know, like like St. Elsewhere. That's one of the ones in the book. Right. And and so, you know, people still kind of talk about that ending. Like what exactly happened there? What went on there? Um, I know that's actually a conversation David and I have had about uh the ending i think there were other plans for what was going to happen at the end of saint elsewhere right david about the the globes
1: yeah the 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 at the end of the for people who don't remember or who don't want to remember i loved the ending lots of people hated it is that saint elsewhere ends with a shift to reality where the characters become somebody else at least the one dead doctor and the one retired and returned doctor are all of a sudden a construction worker and his father, but they're the construction worker's son is an autistic uh, boy, young man. And uh, he was a character throughout the series. And so he's constant, but it turns out that the entire series uh, is him looking into a snow globe of the exterior of the hospital setting for the series. And so he has imagined all every season of St. Elsewhere are just the daydreams of an autistic kid. And at the end, they put the snow globe on the TV set. And in the original script, it was going to be next to other snow globes from other MTM productions. Um, yeah. which would be like the newsroom from WJM and the yeah. police station from Hill Street and Grin Tinker, the, uh, uh, the, the head of, of MTM enterprises just said, no, you, you, you're not going to take every one of our shows down with you. You can't do <laughs> that.
2: One at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're talking with Doug Howard being coolly about uh, television finales. And I think that's, such a fascinating thing But you know you mentioned the fugitive yeah Doug, and and what little i've read on it and, and david you probably know this better than i but um they had to fight for that right i mean there yeah. wasn't a oh yeah let's do it this way um let's let's have him find the one arm man and and do this uh you know that that kind of broke all the rules didn't it in the 60s when that ran
1: yeah, yeah, you can I, divide TV into. Oh, go ahead, you go, Doug. No, no I was going to say,
0: David, you you'd even said at one point it was like a watershed moment for television because there weren't endings, right? And if you had a show, uh, you talk about these shows that didn't end, you know, for syndication, like that's a thing. Like they, you could just have the show running and and there's no ending to it. Um, But The Fugitive lent itself to that, right? So there was a storyline. Wouldn't you want to know what happened to Richard Kimball? So even if you weren't watching all the episodes in order. Like there was obviously this central thread about uh, his innocence. Like, wouldn't people want to see that? So it, it was um, a big deal for them to do it. And like, look how it paid off. Yeah.
1: But you're right, Steve, that, that ABC wasn't at all interested in Quinn Martin, the producer <clears throat> sort of said, no, we've got to finish this story. And so they said, well, we're already in production. If you, do the finale, it'll be in August. Nobody's watching TV in August. You'll already be in summer reruns. But they ran the, the the finale in the dead of summer just to give viewers some sense of closure. And it outrated the appearance by the Beatles on Ed Sullivan uh, three years earlier, which was the biggest TV event in history at the time. Then all of a sudden it was the fugitive, and all of a sudden, then you start dividing television into finales and non finales. Before the fugitive, it was very rare to have them. Dick Van Dyke did one, Howdy did yeah. one, but afterwards it became common and almost mandatory.
2: Right, and that's and that's a ergo your book, and you go through them uh, sort of alphabetically because again there's there's almost no way to keep up because unless you do it online and you know just add them daily uh because the <laughs> shows just keep coming uh which yeah <laughs> i don't know where you monetize that either so there there's a problem with the internet but um barney miller i always loved barney miller um but i don't remember their last show i i guess i missed it or or you know was whatever but um was that satisfying or, or whatever? Because I know they had particularly good characters in that in that comedy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had so uh we had a actually one of the things I did want to say just to come back to the point you made about the finales, like and, and how many uh how many and like how do you keep track of them all? And I I I do want to say like so when we are thinking about this book and like putting it together, um, because there are so many shows. Uh, like, you know, how do you, how do you find people to focus on them? You know, so we, we wanted so the book is an essay collection and we wound up getting different critics, um, who specialized in, in, in media and like writing on television. And so, you know, like, so Kim A. Kaz, they would write on sex in the city. And that's something that she's written on before, like to try and find people who had a background to sure. be able to talk about all these shows because there were, there's just so many you know like so many shows to cover and so many series to watch um so it's a it's a thing to like to find um people to do that and then um there are like the the finales that you'd expect and maybe like these these bigger shows that that people would say oh you like the fugitive or mash or the sopranos that people would think about when they think about um tv finales uh but even like some of the others that they might not um think about like so david mentions dick van dyke and you know you might again when i first thought that there was i heard there was going to be a dick van dyke chapter in the book that this was something we're going to add and i like and was there a finale to dick van dyke you know i got (laughs) to think about this for a minute you know what i mean like some of these other finales might not jump out, or even bonnie miller like when you think about big finales like would would this be one that would jump out for you and and uh, what impressed me for all the big ones that we have in there, there were these others that you might not think about that right. wind up being um, meaningful or or in some cases even bizarre. You know, um, David um, talks about this show that I wasn't familiar with, Nichols. And when he told <laughs> me about the finale, I, I, I was crazy. I was like, did this really happen? You know, they. Um, You know, Dave, you could tell you it's like the craziest thing. You think, well, they actually put this on TV that this is what they did. No, it was
1: it was a James Garner series and it was after Rockford and the finale was his way of sort of uh, saying uh, goodbye to the to the studio and the networks because he didn't like the fact the show was being canceled. So it was really weird. But what Doug was saying about Dick Van Dyke show, if you go back, Mark Dwidziak wrote that chapter. If you go back to that, it is. It's an amazing finale. It's very Seinfeldian. It's so meta that the whole series of the Dick Van Dyke show only began because Carl Reiner wanted to do his story, and the networks rejected him being the star of his own story, so they cast Dick Van Dyke (laughs) to basically play Carl Reiner. And at the end of the series, the finale has the boss of the, you know, the star of the show within a show who at this point was played by Carl Reiner. Right. Buying the rights to Dick Van Dyke's Rob Petrie uh, character, his story so that he could play him uh, on television or in a movie. Huh. So it was very Seinfeld, you know, and that's back in the mid sixties.
2: That's, that's fascinating. And that's, and that's just part of. I don't know the the, the finale. Uh, is is it? I think it's you. You kind of alluded to this, Doug. On one hand, it's like satisfying, you know, because yeah. oh this conclusion. There's, you know, the, the second shoe is dropped or whatever. But on the other hand, it's kind of like oh, you know, you, you especially you know you talk about these controversial things where you're not happy with the whatever the yeah. the, the, the script was. Um, it's over. You know, and there's yeah. a finality to the to that, which is kind of yeah well, this the, is life folks <laughs>
0: yeah and sometimes people don't want to say goodbye um and and that's an issue you know like they they have a tough time saying goodbye to the characters, especially if you know you've been watching them for so long they're they're so beloved, but uh, you know, you bring up actually you making me think of this uh, you say like people unhappy with the finale um I'm thinking about like Dexter, you know, so when the series ended. Uh, people were really unhappy with the way that it worked out. So um, Dexter, it, it appears that he's died, but he's actually, you know, he's still alive at the end. And like, he's, he's like a, a lumberjack or something uh, uh, someplace. And so the last shot is him. And he's in like a, uh, he's in this uh, room, this house by himself. And like, that's the ending. And, and people were really unhappy with it. Like they didn't really feel like that was an ending. So, then they turned around and and showtime made um they made like a, another kind of mini series about dexter to kind of finish it off and to put more of an exclamation point to the character uh so so it has happened where there have been shows where people were unhappy with the ending and and so they had to revisit it or or you know the other thing like where just the idea of the show was so good that maybe they they tried to revisit it i mean you mentioned the fugitive and there have been other attempts to remake it um, to have uh, you know other fugitive shows, and they certainly haven't been as successful as the uh, the original was. but I mean, there was even that movie with Harrison Ford, right? so it's it is one of those things. If people like the idea or they they like the characters or you know even if they don't and they're unhappy, sometimes that might be enough to get people to revisit. So that's why I say like things are done for some of these shows. But they're not always done. Gilmore Girls is another one, you know, like it. It was finished, but um, the show's creators had this other vision of what the ending would be like. So then they brought it back, Um, and people aren't
1: always happy with those either. Yeah, I I mean, uh, God, anybody who saw the Dexter, you know, uh, you know, revisit and was happy with it, um, I can't. I've never talked to a single person who liked the (laughs) new the new Dexter, you know, yeah. uh, to me, the Dexter finale was halfway through the original series, the season with John Lithgow. And yes. that was a great ending. And the original showrunner left at the end of that season. So I think that was That's his so ending fair. and should have been the ending to the series.
2: David, I, I caught your, uh, uh, and we should mention David can be heard obviously on fresh air and, um, uh, just, just uh, your, your summary of, of 19, oh, excuse me, 19, boy, I'm dating myself, 2022. <laughs> hey, um,
1: I was, I was at Fresh Air in 19, so I don't know how, how far back you're going here, but.
2: Well, it was... l- last year, let's say, anyway. Okay. And, and you, you kind of ran through some of the finales, uh, good and bad, uh, from, from last year, and, and. The one I, I kinda got was amused by was uh, Walking Dead. I thought, Well, how do you end the Walking Dead, you know, because <laughs> it, you know they're just gonna come back. But um the 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 spin-off, I guess there's a couple of spin-offs, were actually promoed during the show, so you kinda knew um, hey, that character's coming back and so it was like it kind of defeated the purpose of any kind of finality
1: uh, Yeah, with, the Walking with Dead ended up being like you know, a dog that caught a car that stopped, you know, it for a while, everybody was so excited because it was the most watched cable show and it was watched more than any broadcast show. And Walking Dead for, for its first several years was a really good program, but it just kept going. Um, yep. Like it's zombies, it refused to <laughs> die. And, and uh. <laughs> I know, and now... With all the spinoffs, I, I'm not at all interested. Now, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, that spinoff, absolutely. Yeah, but right. uh, there was, I just don't, I just don't get it about, they're not really telling new things, new ways. They're just uh, variations. Let, let's put some sauce on this and then it'll be a different kind of thing. But it's not.
2: Well, and you and you both know this from, your your research and, and the you know the the work that's you know been done here and that's some shows peak you know maybe after a year or two or whatever or you mentioned Nichols uh, which only mm-hmm. was what a one season show I oh yes it was, it was a one season yeah show. I mean and you and you'll see examples of that I mean I thought I, I think this was in your book um, or at least I got it somewhere but uh, Cheers which we all know is, yeah. is one of the big you know yeah. shows of, of all time and had a finale. But I didn't realize uh in its first year it it like the was lowest it the lowest bottom rated show television. Yeah. yeah. I thought how the heck did that come back? You know, I mean yeah. that that's a miracle that it was even restored. I mean, you got shows that had good ratings that got canceled, you know. Uh, I, I
1: got I got in trouble back when Cheers that was um uh the year that Cheers premiered. Um it was in a lineup on NBC that was so good. It was, it was Hill Street. It was Cheers. I, I think it was. Uh, I, I can't remember if Cosby was part of it then, but Family type. But I'm, anyway, it was a great lineup, and nobody was watching it. Taxi, I think, was on there on NBC wow. at that point. And so I wrote a column for the Akron Beacon Journal, inviting any Nielsen family <laughs> to come over to my house. And I would let them watch any television they wanted to watch any network. And I would make them dinner and serve them alcohol. All they had to do is before they left their house was to tune their TV to NBC and (laughs) and keep it on. And uh, Nielsen Nielsen came after me saying that what I was doing was illegal and threatened to sue. But (laughs) Grant Tinker I was first time I ever talked to the head of NBC because I was just at Akron, who thought it was a very inventive way to try to support a program. So
2: there you go. <laughs> he probably made a note to uh, try this uh, it's elsewhere
0: and, and across the country. This might be a good good thing. Yeah,
1: it could. It could. It could catch on.
0: Dinner and a, dinner and a TV show. I mean, yeah. you really can't ask for more than that. What's I know.
2: I know. And and alcohol. I mean, that's that's yeah. really and alcohol. all all out.
0: All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's go ahead. I was, you know, was, was going to say, say, I just you know,
2: wanted to remind folks, you Doug Howard and David Cooley, uh, authors or editors or however you want to put it of television finales from howdy duty to girls. So how did howdy duty end? I, I don't, I don't know that one.
0: It, it, it's uh, I know the yeah, show, yeah. but
2: I don't know the ending.
0: It, it is really, um, uh, a, a strange, strange ending. If you go on YouTube, you can see it. Uh, oh. the last episode is, uh, Clarabelle, the clown. Um, at in the in the closing seconds, uh, he speaks, and, uh, his, and his he's been
1: silent for thirteen years. Three different actors have played him without saying a word. Saying and on anything. The last show, they close up on him. They go to an extreme close up, and then Doug, you get to be Clarabel for he, right he, yeah. So podcast. he
0: says his his <laughs> like you can. He's very nervous about speaking. His uh, his lips are kind of quivering, and he stares into the camera. And he he says goodbye, kids. And oh. that's uh, if if you have any kind of clown phobia, it's it's your worst nightmares come true. I mean, you don't. It's, <laughs> it's my theory
1: I, is I, that I, one of the kids watching that day was John Wayne Gacy. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very disturbing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that it is. We I you know as a matter of fact, I in thinking about this, I had to go back and, and watch it again just to see because it is one of those things. You're like, wow. Um, someone thought it was a good idea so- but it
1: was an absolute finale in 1960 at a time when there were almost none before it
2: yeah right now, yeah. I'm, <laughs> now you got me thinking about bozo i wonder if he had a finale i don't know yeah. that's always a big that's yeah. always a big one
1: well um, the problem is there were there were local bozos everywhere so right yeah which one i don't know if one of them ended yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. Th- yeah. I don't, I don't know if there was a finale to both. It's a, it's a question. I, you know, one of the things I, I think it's interesting about, like uh, the, like the book and, and where it falls time-wise, you know, I think about finales uh, now, even like the idea of a television finale now and I, I feel like it's changing so much. So, so, you know, we talk about the kind of um, audience that like mash or the fugitive um, got. you know, you, you're talking about like, you know, 70 or 80 million for the fugitive. And, and like those days are, are, are kind of gone. You're not you're not going to see that anymore. So when you mention ratings and even like the ratings of a show that might not have been so successful in the past, that those might be great ratings today. So, um, I, you know, I feel like if anything, there are probably more finales than there ever were, you know, because there are so many shows and so many streaming services and, and platforms. Um, but the, the kinds of audiences that that the finales would get in the past, like yeah, th- those things are done. So it's it's one of the interesting things about where the book falls, um, because we're moving into like this different period of television, uh right. streaming services and like you could watch at all different times. So the idea of like having to be in front of your TV set on a Sunday night at nine o'clock, or you would miss it. Like like that's gone, right? So we're not yeah. we're not going to get that now. Um, right. So it's it's a different phase, and yet I mean I think there's still obviously there's still popular shows. You know, we're wondering how like. Stranger Things is going to wrap up um, when that airs. is. I'm sure that'll be a big finale. But it's it's uh you know what constituted a finale and what it meant to people um, might be changing. I mean, even the idea of like TV is kind of changing, you know, like you wouldn't where you'd sit in front of a a screen and watch a a show with a a group of people like you could watch on your phone, you could watch on your tablet, like there are all these different ways um, to access programming now. So so the idea of the finale itself, I think, moving forward is is, is going to change.
2: You mentioned uh, Stranger Things, and I'm wondering if that isn't one of those shows, and this is just some old man's opinion here, but uh, if that isn't one of those shows that's already peaked, because it seemed like that was hot, just like, David, you were saying, Walking Dead, for a couple of years, and then yeah, it goes on and on, but you know, it doesn't have the same impact. Maybe I'm wrong there, because I haven't been tuning in, but... That just just looking at the buzz, it strikes me that might be a kind
0: of an anticlimactic finale. But we'll see. Um, I mean, people are wondering, yeah, and they, and yet I've heard that they're already thinking about how they're going to spin that one off too. That there would of be, of course,
2: a... yeah. yeah, if yeah, well, as you say, in this new age of segmented audiences and and shows and things, you know, if you can get whatever number of millions of people to, to tune in or subscribe or whatever it is uh it's probably worth it you know i mean that's the uh, yeah, right is intellectual strike notwithstanding
1: property, intellectual property just a familiar name uh is a big thing in this fragmented universe yeah. but i will say one thing that i didn't expect that has really helped television and even helped finales in this new streaming universe is that when saint elsewhere was on as it was going towards its finale those years you know, *Sane Elsewhere wasn't rerun during the summer uh, much. And so if you didn't watch it from the beginning and you had to watch every week, you couldn't call it up. There were no DVRs. There was no anywhere else. It, you know, it got to be so complicated that a lot of viewers just gave up. They didn't know who the characters were. They didn't know what the yeah. ongoing plots were. And, um, Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad, has said that his series on AMC sort of just sat there for a year or two. And then when it was picked up by Netflix and Netflix had it where uh, people could catch up and go back, that 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 element of streaming, I think, has really helped certain narrative shows the idea that oh my gosh succession is going to end or something's going to end next month let me let me binge and get up to speed they can do that and it lends more excitement or you can see the finale 2 years from now and it still means something to you that's the weird thing for me yeah. i'm wondering
2: yeah. i'm just listening to to you david and i'm wondering if we aren't uh, about to see uh or or experience uh, a show that will start with a finale and work backwards in other <laughs> words flash <laughs> flashback it all the yeah. way because then you know you've, what started is the last or whatever you know it, you know it seems like well, every, how i point, met your
1: mother is kind of close to that actually yeah exactly yeah. i mean i think
2: i'm wondering if there aren't some examples out there because uh i haven't seen enough to know that but uh, that that it sort of begs the question. Well, one last thing, guys, and and I think this is just a fabulous topic because it you know it covers all these years and and people's different tastes, and and it doesn't matter if you like this show or that show, uh, eventually they come to an end. Even these soap operas that that have lasted mm-hmm. yeah. decades eventually come to an end. Um, what you know, what where do you where do you see this going? I mean, are, are we going to have uh, finales is sort of, uh, will it be the best of finales sometime? We'll see a show which should just show, you know, the end parts of shows, or, or where, where do you see it going?
0: Yeah. I, so, I, you know, I, I talk about, um, like people going back to, um, to, uh, some of these shows. Uh, and I wonder if we won't see more of that because, uh, you know, trying to get your, your name out there if you're trying to create television it helps if you have a product that already has an audience, you know? So right. I think there's some of that. Um, I'm just looking at like um, Star Trek, right. And they're, you know, like Picard's they're always coming up with these new Star Treks. And right. and part of it is, I think if you're, if you're a member of that audience, you know, they put something like this out, they know there are people who are going to watch it. So sure. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more um, shows that uh, already have a following, you know, and, and this might be why, some of these things, um, like the walking dead, they never die. You know, they, they, they just keep walking. Um, so we might see more of that, um, as, as the audiences get smaller and as all these platforms are competing for our attention, all these, these different streaming networks. Gotcha.
2: Um, one last thing, and and this may be redundant, but, uh, all time best finale. Is it new heart? In your mind? Uh, I newest, love, right, right.
1: love Newhart. I absolutely <laughs> do. And for comedy, I think that's got to be it, because uh, they did it so that you didn't see it coming. And the second you realized what was happening, it was absolutely perfect. And it was such a meta ending uh, that it was just it was just great. I, I probably would put that at the very top.
0: Doug, drama's, the or... drama is a tough one. I, you know, it, it's 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 so hard to choose. Uh, I know David and I were uh, at, at Rowan and uh, we were talking about we had a um, uh, there was a, a, an evening, a presentation where we were talking about finales and there was so much talk about Six Feet Under. And uh, I, I know watching the final moments of that, uh, it, it that still seems to have an impact. Um, I, I don't know. That was a great one. Um, I love that. That's a great,
1: you know, Doug. The reason why that's a great choice is because it's the exact same feeling that I got watching the very end of Six Feet Under as I did watching the end of Newhart. As soon as you realize yeah. what they were doing, like they were going to look in, through the rearview mirror and then look ahead and see the deaths of all the characters, it's like, yeah. well, of course, that's a perfect ending. And same thing with Newhart. That's a good call. That's a
0: good call. I, I, yeah, it is. It's tough to to think about it because there's so many, right? I mean that that resonate, and I, I don't know. Even some of the controversial ones, it's like, why do we keep coming back to it? You know, and that's why I say I don't. These things never, in many ways, they don't seem to end. There was just a New York Times story about Seinfeld, um, like a couple of days ago. You know, like it just, even though the series is done, like people are still talking about it. And Sopranos certainly, right? That ending is and no people are never going to get over it you know and so Mm -hmm. there's always the question of what happened to tony at the end it just never goes away so um and so some of the really good ones even if you if you hated it it's like well you're still thinking about it so i i I don't know there are, are these finales that are so satisfying um and those stay with you but even the ones that aren't satisfying in some ways they they gnaw at you and that never goes away so but yeah, so these uh, new hearts certainly sticks six feet under these are two that do resonate that do seem to stay. And, and you do feel yeah. like, yeah, that was a, a great way to do it.
2: Well, if people want to uh, explore the topic further, the book is television finales from howdy duty to girls authors are being Doug Howard and David being Cooley. And guys, we thank you so much. A uh, fascinating time. And, uh, wish you the best as, as this thing goes on, because it is going on, uh, finales and everything else. So uh, we look forward to, to hearing you on NPR, David, and uh, following you, Doug. Uh, with uh, Thank your you next so venture. much.
0: Hey, Thanks. This care, was guys. a fun conversation. <laughs> I really liked Thanks it. So much, Thanks so much, Steve. Take care. Take it easy.